Epilogue False Light 1. The eighteenth of Parthis in the seventy-eighth year of Azaguia, wet Kamori summer, the whole city had a hangover, and the sky did, too. Warm rain was falling in sheets, spattering and steaming in the glow of false light. The water caught the false light glimmer like layers of shifting, translucent mirrors, and formed split-second works of art in the air, but men cursed it anyway, because it made their heads wet. Watch, Sergeant! Watch, Sergeant Vidrick! The man yelling outside Vidrick's station at the south end of the Narrows was another watchman. Vidrick stuck his lean, weathered face out through the window beside the shack's door, and was rewarded with a stream of runoff on his forehead. Thunder boomed overhead. What is it, son? The watchman approached out of the rain. It was Constanzo, the new lad just shifted in from the north corner. He was leading a gentled donkey. Behind the donkey was an open-topped cart, with two more yellow-jacketed watchmen at its rear. They huddled in their oil cloaks and looked miserable, which meant they were sensible men. Found something, Sergeant, said Costanzo. Something pretty fucked. Teams of yellow jackets and black jackets had been combing the south of Camor since the previous night. Rumors were swirling of some sort of assassination attempt at Raven's Reach. Gods only knew what the spider thought his boys should be doing, turning over stones in the dregs and the ashfall districts, but Vidrick was used to never hearing the whys and the wherefores. Define pretty fucked, he yelled as he slipped into his own oil cloak and threw up the hood. He stepped out into the rain and crossed to the donkey cart, waving to the two men standing behind it. One of them owed him two barons from the previous week's dicing. Have a look, said Constanzo, sweeping back the wet blanket that covered the donkey cart's cargo. Beneath it was a man, youngish and very pale, balding with a fuzz of stubble on his cheeks. He was fairly well dressed, in a grey coat with red cuffs. It happened to be spattered with blood. The man was alive, but he lay in the cart with his fingerless hands pressed against his cheeks, and he stared up at Vidrick without a speck of sane comprehension in his eyes. Nah, he moaned as the rain fell on his head. His tongue had been cut out. A dark scar covered the stump at the bottom of his mouth, oozing blood. Sweet fucking Paralandro, said Vidrick. Tell me I don't see what I see on his wrists. It's a bondsmage, Sergeant, said Constanzo. It is, or it was. He threw the soaked blanket back over the man's face and reached inside his oil cloak. There's more. Show it to you inside. Vidrick led Constanzo back into his shack. The two men swept their hoods back but didn't bother taking their cloaks off. Constanzo pulled out a piece of folded parchment. We found this fellow tied to a floor over in Ashfall, he said. Pretty goddamned weird. This parchment was on his chest. Vidrick took it and unfolded to read. Personal attention of the Duke's spider for return to Carthane. Good, he said. A real Carthani bondsmage. Looks like he won't be recommending Camor to his friends. What do we do with him, Sergeant? Vidrick sighed, folded the letter, and passed it back to Constanzo. 
We pass the coin, lad, he said. We pass this fucking coin right up the chain of command, and we forget we ever saw it. Haul him to the Palace of Patience and let someone else give it a ponder. <laughs>